0: That's That'll be the new intro.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just me sniffing.
1: <laughs> Hello! <laughs>
0: Thanks. <laughs> that'll be the intro to this one. Hello! And welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra.
1: And I'm uh, Megan.
0: And we're here to bring you all things Archie. I almost forgot what
1: I said again that
0: time. <laughs> I was going to be like, we're here to have a good time and...
1: Now, you should stories. know, this is a serious podcast. We don't mm-hmm. tolerate any shenanigans around here.
0: None none at all. Uh, so no today goops
1: during the intro.
0: We're going to discuss very serious things uh, in a serious manner. We're going to do some NPR-style talking, yes. like the low talking, where we're right in your ear. This is Ezra. You're going to be talking about the economy and... How bad yeah, it is! Really,
1: the uh, the stock market's been trending low this weekend, but we hope to see an uptick in that as we move into the holidays.
0: And uh, the weather outside is extant; it exists. Um, <laughs> 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 it's ironic because my blinds are closed, so I literally looked to the window to see what the weather was, and I was like, I have no
1: idea what the weather is. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. We're really good at that part.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, fucking NPR hasn't been like, Kai's out, fucking Kai Ristall's out of here, man. <laughs> Both of you, get in here. Both of you are now Kai Ristall. Oh, Rizdahl. did they
1: not ask you?
0: Oh, well, this is oh, awkward. this is... <laughs> This is very awkward. <laughs> uh,
1: I was going to talk to you no, later, I got, but... I got asked
0: by BBC One, actually, which oh, was okay. weird. They were like, you do a really good fake British accent. And I was like, that's not true.
1: <laughs> you? were Who like, are have you heard my British accent? <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Yes, yeah, so this is uh, our typical Archie shit. It's not, that's how we start the episodes, right? Yeah, you're I Archie shit. You're Archie shit. Great. Welcome. Hello. Um, I have... I think we should dive right in because I have something that might take a bit of time. It's something that we've been working on oh, I, for a long time. I think time. I have a
1: suspicion. Yep,
0: yeah. it's. Uh, I'm going to start reading you "War and Peace" by. Thank
1: no. God, finally Actually, some culture. <laughs> finally,
0: some fucking culture <laughs> on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be less or. Would it be funny or or not funny if we did just start reading like a novel on the show and didn't address it?
1: That is a thing. Mom and dad listen to like a radio show that just reads books to you. (laughs) That's fucking great, dude. I don't think they like actively listen to it, but they put it on for the dogs and stuff. There's one
0: podcast I found that literally is like. But It's pitch shifted voices talking about old movies to like put you to sleep. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We got sidetracked talking about other things. We're doing Archie the Married Life, you guys. I finally forgot. Finally, some culture. <laughs> finally, some fucking, finally, some good fucking food. Yeah. Um, no, I legitimately forgot that we do this. And then I was editing an episode and I was like, oh, fuck, I do this. Yeah.
1: We're coming back from our break strong, you guys. <coughs> and sick, I guess. Yes,
0: thank you. I'm going to edit that out, but I appreciate sick you strong. hanging a fucking lamp on it. All right. So, now you know, yes. it's the editor. I'll leave in you saying and sick, but I'll cut out the cough. <laughs> yeah, All right. sounds good. So this is Archie the Married Life. Um, do you have any idea where we might be, Megan?
1: Uh, Mr. Lodge <laughs> is being villainous. And yes. Archie's uh, fighting for something, and Betty is a hobo, and uh, Veronica is mad at Archie and her dad.
0: Yeah, yes. So that's pretty much where yes. we are in the Archie marries Veronica verse. Unfortunately, right, though, Megan, right. we're in the Archie Mary. Oh, Betty, version.
1: Okay. So, wait. <laughs> so, in this one, yeah, so. Betty is mad at Archie <laughs> and working in as all world, someone is mad at Archie gallery girl. Yes. Buyer, seller, something, art gallery. yeah. And uh, Mr. Lodge is continuing to be villainous mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Veronica...
0: Yeah, she doesn't play that big of a part uh, in this one. Yeah, I have no idea where <laughs> Veronica is. She's kind of more of a background character in this one. Okay. Okay, so yes, you pretty much got it. As we last left off...
1: Fucking nailed it.
0: Yeah, Hiram is trying to destroy Archie and Betty's life because Archie will not leave Betty for Veronica. Meanwhile, obviously, <laughs> because it's a constant, I guess, Jughead and Midge are getting married. Oh, God. I don't know why that's a fixed point in time. <laughs> yeah, we've also got the... It's got the triple wedding. I think that's in both timelines as well. Uh, between... Jesus, Jughead, Midge, Waldo, and Geraldine, and Great. Svensson, who I don't think ever gets a first name, does he, Svenson? It's just Mr. Svensson. He
1: probably does, yeah, and probably. it's probably like Barney or something, but I don't know. Classic Swedish name, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot Archie always had cultural <laughs> nomenclature correct. <laughs>
0: it was super good with getting culture. Yeah. yeah. No. So they're getting married. Um. Fucking moose. I don't even think he's in. Re- really in the picture in this one. He's just kind of hanging out. Is he um, running
1: for mayor in this one, or that's the other one? That's
0: the other one. That's the other one. Um. So he doesn't do that in both. Mostly, what you need to know is that Archie and Ambrose are working on fixing up his old fucking Chow house and making it into a sick rock club or whatever. And mm. then Hiram oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. swept in and was like, "Well, Hiram called the, the building inspectors." Yeah, exactly. So, but
1: then his friend. friend in the CIA was like, "Hey, wait a minute! Building inspectors are corrupt."
0: Oh God, I forgot about their CIA friend.
1: <laughs> There's yeah. no way that that was legit. Unfortunately, he doesn't come correct.
0: back. Yeah, unfortunately, their CIA friend does not come back in in this. Oh issue. God,
1: he was killed.
0: <laughs> he's under. He's in deep cover right now. Uh, so we open on Archie Deep water,
1: you mean fucking cement shoes on Oh
0: shit, he's in the fucking Hudson River, baby Uh Uh-huh Archie and Betty are walking into Pops Which is ready for a wedding You mean Juggies? Yeah, he hasn't bought it yet, though It's still Pops Nice try, though Yeah (laughs) Uh, they are like, oh shit Looks great. And then Jughead's like, I, it's joking, but it's still weird because he's like, look who came crawling
1: back. Oh, <laughs> It's like,
0: yeah. Uh, and then they, you know, they reunite. They exgen- exchange friendly greetings. And he's like, oh, shit, you're getting married, Jughead. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And they're like, oh, For my fuck. For tax
1: purposes, right?
0: Yeah, that's the... Or no, not quite tax purposes, government loans. Government purposes. It's like (laughs) some dumb shit where they read a newspaper and it was like, they're giving loans with preference to like married couples or something. And it's like, that seems weird. Jughead's like, I think it'll be cool. And then Betty's like, oh my god, you're in love. (laughs) Which is kind of funny.
1: Sounds like Betty. Uh,
0: They're kind of talking about how Jughead is... I don't know, actually in love and how weird that is. And then they start talking about how Betty and Archie are doing better. Archie, if you may remember, is doing the score for the Mr. Justice movie. I do
1: remember that.
0: Yeah, so it's one of their friends is like a producer or something like that. And she's working on the Mr. Justice movie. And then the composer... ...dropped out to work on a different movie. So they got Archie to do it now. Uh-uh. It's just all that crazy Tinseltown talk, man. Who knows yes. what's going on in Hollyweird. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> they also talk about how, like you said, Betty is a successful art agent. Um, they're like... Jughead's literally like, what happened to your job at Saks? And she's like, I don't know, honestly. Uh, Midge walks in and they're like, oh my god, it's Midge, wow. Betty is super stoked to see Midge, that she literally is just like, oh my god, you're getting married, you know. They talk about finding the right partner, and look lovingly at their boys who are Great. yucking it up big time at the counter.
1: Lovely. So,
0: in this chapter, I guess we'll call them, they s- start certain sections, I guess not even start certain sections, they intersperse, like, a fuck ton of quotes about marriage, Um and so I wrote down all of them, because it's just, like, kind of wild. Like, none of them are, like, terrible, none of them are amazing, but it's just, like, Archie, I feel like you're trying to shoot above your, like, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. So the first one we get here is, A successful marriage requires falling in love many times, always with the same person. Journalist huh. Minion McLaughlin. Um, okay. Okay. One of the better quotes. We see Grundy gardening, uh, and the bee is going for a walk. He's like wearing this great turtleneck, which I only want to see him wearing. <laughs> um, he's like walking up, like ah, Geraldine, basically just like I love her so much. She's the best. She's terminally ill, and it's like, yep, just forgot. To remember yeah, that? No, yeah,
1: that, that's we did remember, guys. It's fine. <laughs> that we
0: did remember. Uh, and then she spots him and she's like, oh, Waldo, you can't see me the day of the wedding. So they're all getting married today. In case yeah, that she's wasn't just clear. gardening?
1: Wait, was she gardening? Yes, she is gardening. Like, Can you imagine the day of your wedding? You get up, put up a couple hours into the garden, just digging around in that dirt. I know. I'd and like, then I guess you go get your nails done or whatever.
0: You know Grundy, though. She's not into that frou-frou shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, he's basically like, fuck that, that's when you're in your wedding dress. I love you. Great. And that's it. Next, marriage is a great institution, but I'm not ready for an institution yet. May West. That's ha, our next quote. Ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, so Moose is, again, I don't know what Moose is doing in this <laughs> universe. Except for helping Svensson put on his traditional <laughs> Swedish folk costume. <laughs> you know, it's nothing crazy. It's basically like Lederhosen with like a vest. And. Thank God uh, Moose, Moose is
1: there to help, though. <laughs> yeah. Moose Svensson's is like... only friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> canonically best bud. <friends. laughs> Moose is like, I don't know. Do you think Miss Beasley will like you wearing that? And he's like. Uh yumpin' yiminy moose, I oh, there's God. a pants in this family and then Beasley Funny. busts in the door wearing pants and she tells him to put on a tuxedo. And then Moose is like, Wasn't she wearing pants? And it's like, Jesus Christ guys <laughs> Alright Wait,
1: is that like her wedding outfit was pants? Uh,
0: she just seems to be in like a button up and pants, but I will tell you she does wear pants in her wedding.
1: Good for her. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to. It. I did good appreciate that, she's that. Forcing her husband to wear something he doesn't want, but also whatever. it's like it's kind of weird because it's like this
0: is his like cultural tradition, <laughs> like, and you're just like fuck that, wear a tux. It's like let him yeah. wear his fucking weird little green pants. Yeah. All right, cut to you ready for this next quote? This is a good to quote because fuck it, we're just getting all callers <laughs> today. Uh, Love is an ideal thing. Marriage, a real thing. Uh, oh. Yeah, so deep. Wait, who is that from? That was Goethe. Great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Archie. Looking for some <laughs> philosophy from you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, gonna embroider that on a pillow. So Archie's at his... I think it's his parents' house. So they never say... And he's laying on his bed like he's at a slumber party on the phone. <laughs> like he's laying on his stomach, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like propped up on his elbows on the phone. And yeah. he's talking to Ambrose. And Ambrose is basically just like, We're, we have to pay a lot of fines and fees to the city. Archie's like, hey man, I know, but it's okay. Once I get paid from this movie, then we'll be able to pay off all the fines and open our cool rock club restaurant. And Ambrose wait, is uncertain. But wait, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: This is Ambrose's primary income and it's closed fully right now, right?
0: Uh, yeah, we in fact see him sitting in front of like six bills that all say past due and shit. So, so presumably and, um, it's just closed.
1: just, you know, I I think it'll probably be at least a year before Archie sees any money from this, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Megan, not.
0: Don't dump on his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's just like it's all about his dreams. Wait
1: indefinitely until I get some money and then I'll definitely totally pay for this shit. Right. I'll
0: I'll get money from Hollywood, notoriously reliable, and then I'll pay off your restaurant like, fees. Like I guess they probably give him makers. some
1: money up front, but like right, not right.
0: all of it. Well, Megan, you uh you may be wondering why I said notoriously reliable. Uh. Well, immediately after Archie hangs up with Ambrose, oh, Betty walks in and he's like, hey, we were just talking about all the money I'm going to get from this gig I'm going to do. Oh, God. And then she's like, "Uh, I've got bad news. And he's like, what? Are we delayed? And what happened is the original composer got fired from the fancy movie he wanted to do and... Now he's coming back to Mr. Justice and insisting that he do it, otherwise he'll sue, because it's in his contract that he do it.
1: How can that be?
0: I guess his contract let him quit and walk away.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that would void the contract, wouldn't it? I guess, or he's like, got a can really can you have a contract, cool contract. that says... <laughs> I can quit whenever I want, but you, but can't, you can't replace get me? Rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it seems like a pretty sick Don Draper style like contract. Seems
1: like Maybe poorly written contract.
0: Well, either way, Archie's fucked because uh, he has no deal now. He has no job. He's completely broke.
1: Well, Ambrose hadn't put all his eggs in that basket.
0: I know. From this boy he had This is the wildest thing. Ambrose hasn't seen Archie in canonically like 15 to 20 years and mm-hmm. then archie shows up and his fucking diner is like i know how to make both our lives better and ambrose is like all eggs this basket you got it baby here you go oh no here why go. are you throwing here's them with the all ground? my eggs
1: oh no what have you done with my eggs archie notorious slut <laughs> with this basket of eggs
0: <laughs> um so yeah archie is bummed he's like ah I can't take care of you the way you deserve to. And she's like, hey, I love the way you take care of me. And then their phone re- or her phone rings, and he's like, well, hey, as long as you don't lose that art client of yours, no, no. then everything's good. Oh, and God. then she answers the phone, and there's just a big sob on the other end.
1: What happened to her art friend?
0: We will find out. In a moment. But first, we get a Mickey Rooney quote.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
0: (laughs) Always get married early in the morning. That way, if it doesn't work out, you haven't wasted a whole day. Mickey Rooney, parentheses, married eight times.
1: Why would they share this quote with us? (laughs) I I don't know. These quotes are
0: all over the fucking place, dude. They quote Ben Franklin next. And I didn't even (laughs) think that motherfucker was married. (laughs) Like...
1: Oh my god. So, yeah. So, okay.
0: So, we get this great Mickey Rooney quote about how your marriage might not work. And yeah. we get uh, Jughead and Weatherby getting shaves and haircuts at Izzy and Ach- Ahmed Barbers. They're chatting about the economy. And Jughead mentions the mystery buyer for the chocolate shop. Mm. And. I think Ahmed. It's not clear, Izzy or Ahmed. One of them is like, "Oh no," and Jughead's like, w- "Why, oh no?" What? And then they tell him it's probably a franchise. Which Jughead asks, "Acts like this is like the worst news in the world?" Which, like, yeah, it sucks. But is this markedly worse than what you thought it was? Like, he just like completely starts spiraling right now. Yeah. Um and. Basically, Weatherby is like, hey, but you're getting this government loan. And then we are reminded, Pop is going to decide within two days, which (laughs) seems like an incredibly arbitrary deadline. Like, I don't know why this two days to get the money, I don't know where the fuck that came from. And then Midge walks in and Jughead's like, it's hopeless. (laughs) And she's like, hey, ready? And he's like, this is all pointless. What's the point? It's an impossible dream. Cut oh to Lodge Manor. Ben Franklin says, Keep your <laughs> eyes wide open before marriage, half shut afterwards. Now, I, I don't know what the what? fuck that means. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck what that the means. Fuck, dude? I mean, it's That's Ben Franklin, up. so it's some probably like some pervy ass shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude was like syphilitically mad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Lodge Manor, Hermione's asking Hiram if he wants to attend the weddings. But he's like, ah, oh, I got a meeting. Sorry. he's literally says, I've already sent my excuse. I mean, regrets. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, we learn that Hiram has known Waldo since they were boys, which I need that origin story.
1: Oh my god.
0: And then he just like runs out while she looks kind of worried. All right?
1: Cool. Megan,
0: which pillar of fidelity and marital <laughs> bliss do you think we're going to get a quote from next?
1: Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Who Is do you it think it's going playing... It's Mike Myers or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no, God. No. From it's the Love Austin Guru. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just Austin Powers. Dude, it's like not that far off. It's fucking Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> oh, Do you want to hear the, the quote Wholesome they got, angel, too?
0: Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. American well, treasure. It, his... His opinion in, of marriage is reflected in his fucking quote, because the quote is, a man doesn't know what happiness is until he's married. By then, it's too late.
1: Oh, God. Frank they... Sinatra in I'm the movie sorry. The Joker is wild. What the fuck? Wild. What
0: are these fucking quotes, Archie Comics?
1: So, Archie Comics, I guess, is anti-marriage. So, my, I think they're trying to,
0: like have the quotes seem as, like, nihilistic as what's happening in the scene? I That's my... It's the closest I can tell. Like, because the quotes get more wholesome... They, like, start wholesome, get not wholesome, and then end wholesome again. It's very weird. Huh. But we see this quote as Archie is walking, sadly, through a very dead-looking park. Like, it's super gray, with no leaves on the trees. Uh He's thinking about... How everything that was going good is now literally, in like 30 minutes, everything's going bad. Yeah. This is all the same day. Like, he got into Riverdale, was like, my life fucking rules. And then like 30 minutes later, (laughs) everything went wrong. Great. So Hiram then just like runs up behind him. And it's like, ha ha ha, your life sucks. I vowed to break you and everyone around you. And now you're broken. Leave Betty. Make Veronica happy. And he what then takes
1: demented asshole.
0: I know he's like he takes credit for everything that's happened. And Archie's like, you expect me to believe you? And it's like, I I would.
1: <laughs> yeah. <you met laughs> like, yeah.
0: I don't even know what this next page really like assert. Like, the next page is Hiram being like, yes. <laughs> I did. I was super bad. And then Archie just, like, is like, ah, and runs away. So I guess he just <laughs> believes him now. Like, You expect doesn't... me to
1: believe you? Yes. Fuck! <laughs> I do!
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Archie runs off, overwhelmed, after Hiram basically just tears his life apart. And Crazy. he goes, and he sits on a bench in the park, and he imagines what his life would be like if he took Hiram's offer, right? Mm -hmm. So we see him in his office. It's like a fantasy sequence. Mm -hmm. We see him in his office eating Jimmy Rocket Burger for lunch. (laughs) Or Jimmy Rocket Ship. Jesus, it's super confusing. (laughs) It's called Jimmy Rocket Ship, but they sell Jimmy Rocket Burgers, which is...
1: Great. Anyway,
0: he's having lunch with Jason Blossom. Um with who leaves and then Ron storms in and is like, Where's my where are my numbers on the Crenshaw deal? <laughs> with my favorite oh, fake Veronica. office jargon. And he's like, I thought I had a couple of weeks. And then she m- yells at him for eating Jimmy Rocket Ship, and he's like, I can eat what I want. I'm a man. <laughs> 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 And he's like, and she's like, shut up. All of, I don't know, whatever. He's basically like, I thought me being here was supposed to make you happy. And he's like, I am happy. And then he's like, what about love? And she's like, what about love? And she oh my storms God. out. It's like, so good. And then within his fantasy, <laughs> he looks at a picture of the gang and has another fantasy sequence. <laughs> Where he then sees or imagines what the rest of the gang is doing. Um, And it's like, Betty is like a tough, mean businesswoman and she's what? being mean to a guy. I don't know. Like why would
1: Betty be mean because of this? I don't know. Like
0: Hiram was basically like if you'll take care of Veronica, I'll take care of everyone you love, which is like that's weird. Okay. Um, but Jughead's like a cashier at a Jimmy Rocket ship and Reggie is the mayor, which is like worked out pretty good for Reggie. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Archie like beta ends his fantasy sequence, which lets Archie Prime end his, <laughs> so we're back in the real world. <laughs> and then <laughs> um we have another fucking quote. Uh it's just Chinese proverb this time. Oh, good. Married couples who love each other tell each other a thousand things without talking. Which is true. Know, it seems Maddie hopeful. and I
1: are always staring intently at each other. To, to communicate I mean, guys, all <laughs> you knowledge. You didn't learn,
0: like, blink sign language, or blink Morse code, so it's Well, you don't
1: have to learn it. As soon as you sign the paperwork, it just enters your brain. Oh,
0: I see. That's fucking cool.
1: Uh-huh. That's, like, the
0: main reason to get married. Mm-hmm. So Archie rushes home uh, and busts in to find his parents and Betty about to leave for the wedding. Ar- The way you
1: phrased that, it sounded like you said his parents in bed. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. Um,
0: Yeah, it's fucking wild. They're just having a quickie before the wedding. Yeah, Um, I guess. A nooner. Um, (laughs) So Archie has his third, like, I don't know, it's maybe not his third, but it feels like he's done this like three times where he rushes home and Betty's like, what's the matter? And he's like, only how much I love you, Betty. He does this again. Where he Fuck like runs in, this. and she's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "You're wrong. You've you've gotten into me. You're under my skin and in my heart." And now he tells, "Oh God, yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird." Um, <laughs> he, now, now he's like, Hiram was trying to take my life from me. Didn't tell her before. Now he does. And so she's like, whoa, that sucks. And he's like, yeah, it does. And then it turns we out. You should
1: talk to Veronica, right? Like,
0: Well, lucky us. Veronica has happened to be standing in the doorway and heard everything. Oh. And so she's like. Great. So glad
1: we don't have to explain it a second time.
0: No, of course not. She's wearing this great fur coat and has her hair in a bun looks awesome she's like oh fuck that sucks I'm so sorry she's like I didn't know I was jealous for a little bit but like that's my thing and not my dad's and she's yeah. like I'll, ta- I'll take care of him and then
1: good for her Ar-
0: Archie runs to get changed yeah uh, our last quote you come to love by not not by finding the perfect person but by seeing an imperfect person perfectly philosopher uh. Sam Keen. that's the best one of the bunch right
1: yeah well, I love that Sinatra one, though. That's Sinatra one. How you'll never be happy after you get married.
0: Yeah.
1: little <laughs> ball and chain, am I right? Oof, <laughs> Fuck take women. my
0: wife, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are, we're right, at Pops. All right, time for the
1: triple wedding.
0: We, <laughs> we see we see Jughead apologize for spiraling. Um, he's like, Pops isn't the point. You're the point. And Midge is like... Is she? Yeah. I guess he loves her now. Like, it's just like, we're like, oh, he does love her. (laughs) I guess it's like one of those things where it's like, it's romantic that he fell in love with her when the marriage was a sham. And it's like, that's weird. (laughs) Um, And then we just see a big scene of everyone gathered in Pops with the three couples lined up. And so it's funny you asked about what Beasley is wearing, because I literally wrote this down Because Beasley is wearing, like, a pantsuit.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm going to turn on my video for just one second. Yeah. Because you do need to see, while they were progressive enough to put Miss Beasley in a pantsuit, they did have to make it, like, a wedding dress pantsuit. Oh, fun. You see that? Okay, It's, like, got a veil and it's white with, like, lace. And I'm like, just make it a
1: fucking suit, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. I don't know though. that it
1: was progressive to put her in a pantsuit either. I think no, that's like I a, think they thought
0: huh, they were this being woman's progressive. woman's so
1: mannish. Fuck her, right?
0: Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, probably.
1: <clears throat> a gender non conforming woman. Blah. She
0: wears the pants in this family because pants huh. are a Whoop-a. measure of power, I guess. Whoopah. Yeah. Whoopah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, let me turn my video off. But there you have it, folks. That's yet another edition of fucking Archie the Married Life.
1: Woo-wee, what a great ride that was. So wait, why was the art gallery, girl? What happened there?
0: Oh, I forgot. (coughs) This is the weirdest twist in the fucking Hiram reveal, (laughs) which literally I don't understand how this is a shitty thing. He made it so the art gallery had to show another artist's work by buying all of the paintings.
1: Isn't that great? That's what I thought. Doesn't I was like, that mean she made a shitload of money? <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like,
0: thanks, Hiram. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> what but the no, fuck? that's like a bad thing, I guess. I don't know what the fuck exactly that accomplished, but Maybe she yeah. was
1: crying in joy because she just made so much money.
0: Oh, it's just a really good fucking misdirect. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was totally throwing you off. Could be.
1: Archie's known... Just-
0: yeah. Archie's known for its brilliant sleight of
1: hand. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like fucking, I just watched Ocean's Eleven last night, and their prestige is just about as good, man.
1: No, Ocean's Eleven.
0: Uh, such a good fucking so movie. So good. Such love a good movie. movie. Yeah.
1: I love it's, an ensemble cast.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, also, getting taken off of Netflix soon, so if you need to watch Ooh, it, you should. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there you have it. Also, what the fuck? Why have we not gotten an Ocean's 11 parody? What? How is this not a there thing? There must
1: be one, right? Wait. There's I'm got to okay. Google.
0: Me too. All right. Oh shit. Oh wait, no. This is a different comic called Heavenly Blues. I don't know what this is.
1: All right. We're going to keep Googling. We're going to yeah, we're going to look air. into
0: this. You see if I can find an Archie comic Ocean's 11. That seems ripe for the picking though.
1: It surely huh. exists.
0: Yeah. I definitely need to see some, like, Archie comic heist shit. Like, that would be fucking great.
1: They've definitely done that before, right? They've definitely done, like,
0: spy stuff, which is, like, the closest I can think. But one where they're stealing, I just don't think Archie would do That's that. That's true, yeah. Because they're good boys and girls, you know?
1: Oh, all right, we'll come back to it. I feel like... Uh, so, yes.
0: No, 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 go for it. I was just going to keep
1: waxing about how they should be thieves in Archie comics. Honestly, though, well, I feel like there have been heist-related things. They're just usually stopping a heist or going undercover to prevent more crime. Yes, there aren't nearly enough, uh,
0: like gadgets and uh, disguises. Although there are a fair lot of disguises. Fuck. No, there's
1: a lot of disguises. There's a lot of disguises. There's that whole series that was just the Indiana Jones, Archie. Oh yeah, the explorers. Um,
0: Explorers of the unknown, I think.
1: Yeah, that Doctor Jim. Oh, Mad
0: Doctor Doom! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: God, actually, he's from a fully
0: different thing too, which is the best part. Mad Doctor Doom was from Lil' Archie,
1: but he was in it.
0: That was he like was... Baron von Boo Boo or some bullshit <laughs> who looked exactly like Doctor Doom. I know who you're no, thinking of, but his name was guy? not Doctor Doom.
1: No, it wasn't. Like, Kidnap <laughs> Betty to marry her or whatever.
0: Who had like really hairy arms and like the clown mask?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that wasn't bad, Doctor Doom. That was oh a different God. guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fuck. All right. Well, on that note, I have a comic for us today. Um, okay. What was that category that was like rich person bullshit? Because that's this. <laughs> rich person? I don't remember. I had I'm some in, kind I'm of rich it. person bullshit category. If not, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. starting it now. Okay. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so this is from the same comic that i covered last time this is a life with archie number 240 of wonder car fame yes yes this is unfortunately unrelated to the wonder car but hopefully just as good okay and this is a life with archie medium rare (laughs) what what (laughs) is this a steak one nope it's a clever I'm pun, i uh, All right. Uh,
0: we'll see how clever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so to be seen, Megan. We
1: have some fun credits hidden in the art. Not really hidden, but there's a lamp in the foreground, and on the lamp it says, Story F. Doyle. Art. Stan G. Okay. So it's kind of a half-assed credit there. Right. Definitely more than those two people involved in this. And we open on... Um, Archie, Chuck, and Veronica sitting around a table holding hands in a circle with another weird guy that we've never seen before.
0: (laughs) Okay. And he's
1: saying, ah, yes, yes. I feel it so strongly. Emanations from the spirit world. Powerful. Demanding. Is it you, Agatha? Are you ready to come over? Whoa. Archie says, who's Agatha? And Veronica's like, shh.
0: Jesus Christ, uh, and then, guys, come on.
1: <laughs> the guy's like, oh, I'm too weak and tired. I have to go. And Veronica's like, oh, poor Paul, of course. Regain your strength. And Archie and Chuck as he walks away. This guy also, by the way, is wearing a pink suit Fuck with yes. a black turtleneck under it. So, uh-huh. great vibe from him. 1984, I'll say again the suit, year. Pink suit,
0: black turtleneck. Yep. I fucking love that. Uh huh. So, okay, I'm sorry. Dr. Gloom. You were so close. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dr. Gloom. I'm sorry. How can I confused you. How two? can you ever get them my... confused? Mad oh, Dr. Doom honor. and Dr. Gloom. I
1: fall to my knees <laughs> in
0: contrition. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. So we have a séance and a whip dude, dude. Yeah. Pink suit, yeah. black turtleneck. Archie's so being Paul, a ding dong. So Paul, the
1: medium. Yeah, Paul? he's Yeah, Paul. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> so mysterious.
1: Uh-huh. He's walking away, and uh, Chuck and Archie are like, fucking dumbass. Who <laughs> believes in the spirit world? Where'd you find this guy, Archie? Or, sorry, where'd you find this guy, Ronnie? And she's Good like, question. you skeptics. I never should have let you into my seance. Why did you? I, really, I though? I feel like this was a predictable outcome. Archie's always either completely skeptical and incredulous about anything supernatural, or he buys into it fully within a second. Yes. To and be fair, no between
0: pretty good odds on Veronica's part, like he's either going to be like, you know what, Ron, we just talked to a fucking ghost, or he's going <laughs> to <Yeah>. roast her. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Mr. Lodge overhears and he's like, Archie's right. This is nonsense. And she's oh, like, no, yeah. Paul's a genuine psychic. And then they. Debate on how he knows so much about Aunt Agatha If he's not genuine psychic
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Archie's
1: like, who's Agatha? I've never met her
0: There's no way he could know anything unless he was psychic
1: (laughs) Yep, and then Mr. Lodge is like, you're not likely to She went over ages ago (laughs)
0: What so a weird like, fucking way to say that.
1: What does that mean? Oh, and Chuck is like, she's dead. Um, why didn't they? Do, why did they have to do well, that? Well, they wanted to fill two more panels. <laughs> um, so Probably. then Hiram's like, it is weird that he has such knowledge of our family. And Veronica's that like, is. yeah. The only way he could have gotten it was by talking to a ghost. <laughs> I love um, how
0: fucking gullible Veronica is sometimes. <laughs>
1: Really funny, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and then um.
0: For how savvy she can be.
1: She's such a dumbass sometimes. She's like,
0: this fucking lamp is magic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then you know what? Half the fucking time it is it actually is. magic, yeah, and so like. It's true. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so she further tells us that. Paul tells her Aunt Agatha is hovering on the brink, and she's going to cross over to their realm, but she might possess Veronica, and Veronica's like, but that's fine, though. I wouldn't mind if she's family. (laughs) It got really weird fast. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Lodge is like, what the fuck? Uh, This is is life with Archie, right? What?
0: This is life with Archie, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I just was like, that... Yeah, Yeah, that's where you
1: get that wild shit. Yeah. Uh, So Chuck leaves? Archie and Chuck leave the house, and they're like... (laughs) They don't want to see the possession. This seems like bullshit. Um, Someone's probably trying to get close to the lodge to steal their money or whatever. Which, like, (laughs) yeah. Guys. So you leave. You're
0: like, huh? Can't do anything about it. Let's just leave. Well,
1: Paul's gone. Like, presumably nothing's going to happen right now. Oh,
0: okay. Fair. Yeah.
1: And then we cut to, meanwhile, a meeting is taking place and we see Paul. Only now he's got villain eyebrows.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. He's angry.
1: He, he's getting in the car with a hot babe. He says, <laughs> Zelda, it's smooth as peach fuss.
0: That oh.
1: research we did in the library on the Lodge family is paying off.
0: Jesus Christ, is that fucking <laughs> easy? Like,
1: great. <laughs> they drive away and they're convertible. <laughs> I, uh, love,
0: I love the writer was like, I have to say they did the research in the library or they'll be like, where'd they did do
1: the research? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the internet? It. Mr. Lodge is over here like... It is odd that he could know information about our family, <laughs> but, like, presumably he's dealt with a million shysters trying to get to his money or whatever.
0: <laughs> Weirdly, this is the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it's there, just like, no a dentist one of it that it until was now. drugging him or something? Oh, God, you're right. And then there is the, like, bird trainer who is stealing <laughs> yeah. rare birds or whatever. <laughs> I feel like these guys are just all going way too complicated yeah
0: seriously. just like get just, a job as a gardener like it doesn't have to be like fucking elaborate.
1: yeah, like you cons. don't need to be this elaborate. <laughs> no, um,
0: although. We were just talking about Ocean's Eleven, so... That's true, yeah. We
1: do have room for a
0: good elaborate Either con in our hearts. be less
1: or more elaborate. Yes, you can't Whatever split the Whatever you're doing difference. is stupid. Yeah. So, <sighs> these two are driving away. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. is saying, oh, that Veronica doesn't question anything as long as it's spooky. He says he's going to practice some <laughs> telekinesis next. And then this girl is like, what's that? And he explains that it's moving power... The power to move things with your mind.
0: Yeah, that Um, is what it technically could be.
1: He says he's going to move lots of cash from Lodge's wallet to his. And then the girl says, I'll drink to that so you know they're fucking evil. Drinking. Oh, shit. And
0: are they still driving?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not currently drinking. She just said, I'll drink to that. Okay, okay. So he's... (laughs) I'm assuming that wasn't
0: He's not literally like Oh magic money out of his wallet He was being <laughs> flippant yeah. right Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> the next day uh, We see him in the same outfit Show up at Veronica's house Good con man, like, man only are needs you? one outfit are The vibration's strong Is Aunt Agatha trying to come over He's like, oh, this particular spot, they're so strong and painful. And she's like, oh, you're standing beneath her portrait. And there's oh, this portrait God. of just like an old lady over the mantle. And then she's <laughs> like, oh, I feel a chill. The guy's like, no, Agatha, no, get away from here. Pushes Veronica Jesus. away. He's like, we're standing in the circle of her power. She could have possessed your body. And Veronica's like, that seems fine. I love how Veronica's <laughs> just not like,
0: phased by that. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not at all. She's like, she's like fuck or the yeah, guy's dude. like, you wouldn't be in control of your body. We don't she's want like, that. That's fine. She's like, and then she's like, wouldn't that be something? It's like, what the fuck, Veronica? Whoa, God?
0: Ron, relax.
1: <laughs> she has some like weird kink shit going on. I and think then she she's runs just into like, the other room.
0: She's a fucking daredevil. She's just thrill seeking <laughs> at this point.
1: Yeah, she like runs into the other room and she's like, Dad, I was almost possessed. <laughs> uh, and he's like, You're Good both God. possessed. With outrageous imagination. <laughs> Stop it. I cr- fucking burnt them, I <laughs> Got him. She calls him old. And then, Accurate. what? Out there by the trees. And they, we see the figure of a hunched old woman walking around in the, the grass outside. And they're like, Ghosts oh my god, it's Aunt walk? Agatha. Uh, and now let me turn my, the page past all these ads. Oh, oh here, reward. Three thousand dollars for this penny.
0: Man, that must be one and then fucking it's a evil of penny. A penny
1: So blurry I can't <laughs> see any details on it. Well they had
0: to to protect its identity, Megan.
1: <laughs> yeah. But if you have one like it, they'll give you three thousand dollars. It's
0: a pretty fucking evil penny.
1: Um, Alright, so now we're back to the comic. Veronica thrilled runs full speed into the woods trying to get Aunt ghost. Agatha. Yeah. <laughs> I love Veronica just sprinting into the woods after a ghost. She's in heels, too. Yeah. Uh, the guy is like, no, no, don't get too close. <laughs> You'll um, see that it's my girlfriend. Yeah. And then Archie and Chuck are there in the backyard suddenly, and they're like, hey, what's going on around here? Great, great. Veronica's like, we fucking saw a ghost. They're like, we were just sneaking uh, in. Yeah. Archie's like, there's no one here. It must have been the power of suggestion. Shut up, Archie. God. Veronica's pissed at that. They're um, so condescending, man. Yeah. Well, then we see a panel of Chuck and Archie are like, now she's seeing ghosts. If you ask me, she's hallucinating. And it's like... Cool. Are you saying that in front of her? Or did she, like, leave already? <laughs> she's I don't a woman, understand. Megan.
0: It doesn't matter what they hear, or what she hears. Yeah. I love... Oh... Uh. Wow. anyway sorry no nothing they're just terrible people
1: paul is like don't be so disappointed veronica we had a momentary success and she's like yeah maybe she'll stay longer next time
0: oh i'd be sure of that
1: he just says. to the like the gate like at the front fucking gate his girlfriend is waiting in that same car in her like Aunt Agatha outfit and oh, it's like Jesus. you couldn't even like walk around the block dude couldn't
0: even put on like a coat over your fucking
1: <laughs> and take your wig off <laughs> um and they should have because then we see that uh Archie and Chuck are in the woods watching them why are they hiding in the woods this is the
0: that's the weirdest part
1: <laughs> yeah they were just in Ron's backyard
0: the now they're walking through the woods and also so... why Chuck like I love Chuck but <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. has he done anything
1: well, so it's great. I'll draw okay, the ghost, see this guy Walks out the gate, looks around all shady and then gets in this car where they're like, yeah, totally worked. Archie and Chuck have a little side conversation where they're like, hey, it's a swindle. We've got to expose them. I know. We'll listen to see what their plan is. And then these what? two just sit in their parked car outside Veronica's <laughs> house, discussing their oh plans so Archie and Chuck can hear it. It's also uh, like,
0: I guess, Archie, you haven't really learned anything you didn't already suspect. I know, right? So, like, what will this information do to convince them that you're right? Like, well,
1: it's very helpful because while sitting in the car, they're like... <laughs> they record their, their conversation. One more time. And throw the Show tape out. Yourself Exactly 7 p.m. at the same place. I see. And then fade away. We don't want them to see that you're real. Hang on. You going to do that part. <laughs> How do you just fade away? I think they just mean run yeah. away. Uh, I
0: like the idea. Yeah, she does
1: just dissolve, though. She actually is a ghost. It's a weird thing, just not a ghost of Veronica's aunt. That um, would be a fucking twist an Archie comic would make, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like
0: that one dude that turned his wife into a cat. Like, oh my
1: god, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then he got turned uh... into. A- yeah, that guy was great. need oh, like Dr. 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 Claus or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: Just, uh, so Archie and Chuck comic. are like,
1: gotta split up on this one. Gotcha. Uh, and I guess <laughs> okay. they just are doing this same day. It's like later that day. I don't know. Uh-oh. So we see ghost girl going into the woods.
0: She just hides She's at the like, till 7pm. better
1: s- get myself into the position. All uh, right. And then suddenly Chuck is behind her and he's like, hey, girl, what's new in Spooksville? Whoa. And she's like, huh? Also, uh, we cut to... We don't have Chuck saying that word, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's uh, not, not great stuff in this one, maybe. Yeah. So we see Veronica and Mr. Lodge and uh, Paul are all hanging out in the house again. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. She's like,
1: Paul feels the presence of a spirit. Maybe she's coming back. He goes to the window and he's like, oh, Aunt Agatha, come forth. Archie's Uh. like, I can see her. Because I guess Archie's here too. Just popped out of (laughs) nowhere.
0: He was hiding in one of the big vases.
1: Yeah. Veronica's like, oh my god, where? Oh, I see her. Isn't that exciting? Mm -hmm. Paul's like... She's fading into the trees where soon she'll be gone. And then Archie's like, no, <laughs> she's course. coming this way. <laughs> the that's pretty like, good, ah! actually. <laughs> um, and then Veronica goes outside to greet her, and she's like, that's Aunt Aggie, and it's Chuck dressed in the old lady outfit.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: There's some maybe concerning stuff about him saying... You can call me Tootsie if you want, child. Oh,
0: oh, Uh, oh, no, 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 no. And then
1: Archie's just yucking it up, loves that goof.
0: (laughs) Archie, (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) He's literally, he's like holding one hand against the wall and one on his head because he's laughing so hard. This is so mean, though.
0: Like, think about what Archie just did to Veronica. Like, she thought she was going to meet her great aunt. And then it's just one of Archie's friends and Archie's just laughing his
1: fucking head off at her. Yeah, Mr. Lodge makes a fun joke about how uh, Chuck doesn't look you know, Chuck yeah. in woman's clothes. Lol. Oh, oh,
0: okay. Um, I thought they were going to make a race joke, and I was like, thanks, no, Archie. No.
1: Cox. Uh, and then they're like, where's Zelda? I don't know how Archie knew her name, but what he the did. the fuck,
0: Archie? He's like, I and dated then she's her. She's
1: fucking tied to a tree.
0: Whoa, Chuck. No, my man. Presumably so, like, stripped Chuck, of her clothes because he's wearing well, them.
1: she's wearing her clothes. So I guess she just had this old lady costume on <laughs> over her clothes. That's probably a good idea, but, though. Did he know that?
0: Uh we can't assume that. I don't that.
1: know. Um and then Veronica kicks Paul right in the ass, hilariously knocking him down.
0: Great, love it.
1: And then Mr. Lodge is like, "Thanks, boys. Just another in a long line of schemes to get my money." Yeah, great
0: fucking and they all great guys. Laugh. Even Veronica, she's like, "Uh ah. I had my emotions played with, and st- I got swindled. Oh, she's
1: too busy kicking this guy's ass while oh, okay. this other woman is tied to a tree.
0: Is she just, <laughs> just elsewhere, just, like, in the woods no, somewhere? No, they're
1: standing in the woods, like, oh, next okay. to her. So I she's see. like, Paul, I'm tied to a tree. Veronica's kicking Paul.
0: I see, I see. And then
1: the, Mr. Lodge and the boys are like, ah, ah, ah.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So that's a... Uh, what was that called? Medium rare. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow, that
0: was a what fucking... What a
1: great little romp that was. Also,
0: wild ass pun title. I get wh- why, I guess, <laughs> but like, big red herring <laughs> what it's about. Yes. It was like, ah, yes, yeah, a steak eating um, competition.
1: And I just wanted to say, I turned the page on that one, mm-hmm. and there's an ad for the Kool-Aid Man video game with Mattel Electronics.
0: Uh, fuck yes. That's my shit. It's great. There's nothing... We
1: have a Kool-Aid man busting through a wall saying, oh yeah, and he's holding a pitcher of Kool-Aid. Fuck yes. And then there's some weird monsters with really long tongues sticking out of their mouths running away from him. Ew. Ah, the Thirsties. Oh. When the Thirsties are after you, what can you do? Mix up the Kool-Aid, <laughs> Block Kool-Aid them drink on Instagram. Mix before they get you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fucking. So that's wild. what I
1: got for you. Love it. Have fun with it. Yeah,
0: no, that's great. Love it. A little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of gaslighting. Some also, mm.
1: it could very sprinkling much... of racism. A
0: little sousent <laughs> <suçon> of racism.
1: <laughs> ah, delicious. A heavy-handed sprinkling of racism. My what really fucks
0: me up is that from Ron's perspective, it could very much look like. Archie and Chuck were in on it the whole time At that end there it, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, anyway Well, real quick, before we wrap up Just because it has some nice synergy With uh, the ghostly spook Spook-em-ups of this previous of yeah. Comic you've just given us I have a way back machine For us I'll try Hell and do yeah. this one a little bit quicker Because you're actually familiar with this one <gasps> This oh is Veronica in The Haunted Beach House
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah,
0: you know what this one is. I do. So this is script- is that what it's called? That's what it's called, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> really buried the lead there, yeah.
0: huh? Uh, it's script Angelo DeCesare, pencils Tim Kennedy, inks Pat Kennedy, and letters by Bill Yoshida. Great. We open on the core gang, which is Archie, Reggie, Ron, and Betty, playing on a swing set that's just- Jughead? Nope, no Jughead in this one. Weird. Yeah. Uh, they're just on a swing set that's just on the beach. Um... It's great. Boys are fighting and then Betty is like, "Archie, if you won't push, if you push me, I'll be happy." Or yeah. And Betty's being desperate. Ron and Betty's Archie being
1: a simp for Archie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ron and er, Reggie and Archie are fighting over who gets to push Betty Veronica on the swing. Jesus Christ. And then Veronica God. swings into Reggie and like destroys him and then the life, <laughs> <laughs> and then the lifeguard kicks them off the playground cuz they're not little kids and
1: yeah he's like you're too old for the playground
0: I'm a cop yeah he's got a it's great cause their fucking lifeguards always have a red t-shirt with a white tank top on over it that <laughs> just says beach patrol um mhm they leave griping about how the beach used to be fun and how they're being one of my favorite things in Archie comics discriminated against as teens. Oh yeah. Uh, Ron seems really upset about it for some reason. Yeah. She's like ranting. She's
1: fucking pissed.
0: Really pissed. Archie is like, "Hey, ask your dad to buy her an amu- buy you an amusement park." And she's like,
1: like, no, it's not the point.
0: That's literally what she says. She says, it's not the point. Anyone at any age has the right to ride a seesaw. And then we cut to later. Joke's on
1: you, Veronica. We don't have seesaws anymore because they're dangerous. Which
0: sucks because they rule. Yeah. Uh, We cut to Ron... Really, only adults
1: should have playgrounds, not kids. There should
0: be grown-up playgrounds with only merry-go-rounds and seesaws.
1: And then we lose merry-go-rounds, yeah. Yeah. My favorite playground item. Literally
0: the best one. Uh, We Mm -hmm. cut to Ron asking her dad to buy her an amusement park, or build her a playground (laughs) or something. And he's like, no, uh, but instead I have a job for you. And she's pissed, but he's like, you need to go to this old beach house I bought and check it out and clean it. And it's like, oh, yeah, sure. She's angry. Great. But she agrees to, in exchange for a promised playground, he will build her later, which is a pretty good fucking incentive.
1: Yeah. Clean one house, get a playground. An amusement cool.
0: park of your own. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ron schemes that she's going to invite only Archie, so she has some alone time with him. We cut to them.
1: Yes, just me and Archie cleaning and doing hard labor in an all in the abandoned house. I can't wait. We cut to
0: Ron and Archie in a speedboat shooting towards the island and the skipper tells them the island is supposedly haunted. It's a quote weird, spooky-looking house. We <laughs> learn that the man who built it was a strange character named Augustus Sanford. He quit his job as a wealthy banker to live alone in the house he built for himself
1: who would do such a thing
0: pretty great classic haunted house beginning yeah honestly we all gulp when they see the beach house they're like oh no it looks like a big fucking castle like it is literally just a castle on an island nice. it literally wasn't until this <laughs> this read through that i was like this is a fucking beach house <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Rebecca and I have read this comic so many yeah. times, and I never realized times. it was a fucking beach house. <laughs> uh, we f- Well, you know, they spend all that time on the beach. Yeah. There's literally not even sand. There's only grass They're on the island. they just wearing swimsuits, right? Uh, Veronica is, and then Archie has on, like, shorts and a tank top. Yeah. Again, no sand on this island. It's just grass and this fucking castle, so I don't know how it's a beach house. We fade in on Ron and Archie walking through the castle and then they're about to start macking on each other when a ghost dude pops out. It's just kind of like a man in a robe, and he's like shaking his fist at them. Um, And he starts chasing them. They fall through the floor and ride a giant Uh slide down. Uh, Hmm. And then the ghost chases them down the slide, which is pretty funny to see. And then they take (laughs) off running. They come to a giant ravine in the floor and they just... Dis- good, good. And then they swing across on a big swing. And one of my favorite parts of this is that they don't show them swinging, which is good because they're each holding onto. one either side of like this fucking swing and my whole life yeah. i've been like how the fuck did they make it across by doing that like, it's insane they wouldn't they couldn't no like anyway it, the cord is so thin it's like fucking paracord like you get no grip um the ghost like just runs up to the ravine and then like falls in and then just <laughs> pops out on the other side and they're like oh no and keeps but- running. Chases them outside and up the castle towers and then across this weird bridge thing. And then they're on like one of the turrets and they have nowhere else to go. And then the like turret drops and it turns out the turrets of the two towers are just a giant seesaw.
1: Ah, uh, weird. weird. It's almost right? like this whole place is a playground. That would be
0: bizarre, though. But would
1: be fucking crazy. Adults can't have playgrounds. The
0: ghost is calling for help. They realize, that's just Reggie over there. He put on some weird robe, I guess he had. <laughs> <laughs> he confesses that he was playing a prank because he got jealous when he found out he wasn't invited, which is kind of cute, honestly. It's very Reggie. It's very Reggie. Um, and they help him get down. He's like, ha you were so scared, I wasn't scared, you were, and then Betty... Why would
1: you be scared, Reggie? You were the, the antagonist. <laughs> I don't
0: know, because I, I guess he was on that tower, and he was really scared. Um, I can't. And then someone goes, boo, really loud, and Reggie's like, ah! And then it's Betty.
1: I'm a baby now. It's,
0: it's Betty. She's like, ha ha ha, guess he forgot to mention I'm here too, <laughs> which it's like, yeah, he did, that sucks. That sucks, Reggie. Um... And she says, this is my favorite part, she just happens to find a book that tells the story of the guy who (laughs) built the place they're in. Oh, good. I don't know if it's, like, his journal or what, but she learns that Augustus Sanford was, as she says... A dreamer who hated the idea of growing Ah, old and people telling him he was too old to play. A real
1: Peter Pan. A real
0: Peter Pan. Uh, So he built his beach house to look like a giant sandcastle and filled it with all sorts of toys and amusement park rides so that no one could tell him he was too old to play.
1: I like the idea that he wanted to have like a playground himself, but instead of building a private playground on his property, his big he house He built a into fucking one. castle that was a playground. Like, can you imagine how annoying it would be if you're like, oh god, I got to fucking swing across the ravine again, and imagine no, going I gotta to the get bathroom down stairs in the middle the of the side. night. Like,
0: you're like, I got to go to the like, bathroom. You got a fucking party, your and you puzzle like. Door.
1: Drink too much, yeah. yeah, yeah. like Fucking die. Oh my
0: god. What if you went to a party at this fucking house and you pass out and you wake up the next day and don't remember where you are? <laughs> you feel like, oh no. This is everything I've always you feared.
1: You can write a short story about that yeah, for your
0: medium. Yeah. Uh, Ron realizes that her dad, this is the fucking weirdest twist of all, her dad <laughs> sent them there on purpose, which it's like, she's I like... I like
1: the idea that Mr. Lodge had just acquired this fucking sandcastle playground house, and he was like, "What am I gonna do with this shit?" And then Veronica's like, "Daddy, build me a playground." <laughs> He's just like, hmm.
0: "He's like, oh, thank God, I just, <laughs> I don't even know why I bought two birds this fucking with
1: thing." One st- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just like buys weird houses. Like that weirdo houses. I went to high school with, willed me his old house. So I bought oh. the
0: Winchester Mystery House of Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why the fuck he built it this way. Anyway, um, we have a fucking Weeks Later title card, and then it's been yeah. turned into a giant amusement park with a sign that reads, Visitors of All Ages Welcomed, and it's called the Sandcastle. And there you have it. That's the end.
1: Now, I feel like there'd be liability issues with a building like that. Like, I can't imagine it was up to code. What,
0: you mean one with a giant pit in the floor? <laughs>
1: Well, there's a trampoline at the bottom of it, I so think, it's fine. I think the best.
0: Hang on, let me double check. Okay, I always assumed that Reggie put the trampoline there, but no, it's it's just it's <laughs> supposed to be. I thought it was well, like
1: that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, <Ezra>. I... <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's like, I fucking snuck this trampoline in so that I could do this.
0: I don't know, man. Maybe some fucking tectonic plates shifted and that ravine opened up. It wasn't always there. And then Reggie's like, hmm, my pranks will work if I put this I don't this-
1: understand why the swing was over okay, a ravine. Okay, hang on, though. Hang
0: on. <laughs> to my point, how the fuck did Reggie know the trampoline was there without
1: putting I it there? I don't think he did. So did he just he jumped in <laughs> I don't think he knew there was a hole there. I don't know. No, he fucking, they, he watched
0: them swing over it, and he's like, I hope there's a trampoline in the fit. <laughs> I don't know, maybe so he, he tried just, to jump over it jumped. and didn't make it. Yeah, it'd be it. fucking great. Oh my god. You see him, like, turf it and fall in, <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then just bounced die. back out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, there you have it.
1: <laughs> the haunted only we sand class, a I have a fucking sandcastle.
0: Stall. Haunted beach house oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah
1: classic dumb shit
0: these teens classic comic right mm-hmm. there yeah uh well okay that will probably just about do it for us this week on Riverdale high AV club before we get into our uh close out do we have some recommendations for things that are not Archie comics you want to yeah. go first Meg do you or- want to go first yeah um, actually, you go first, because I don't know what I'm going to recommend.
1: Well, okay, why don't we do a joint recommendation, because I uh, thought maybe yes. you were going to recommend this. But I was thinking about we it. we should talk about Disco Elysium. Yes, we
0: should. Let's do this. Uh,
1: so, yes, this is a game that I... Let me pull up the page real quick for it, so I can credit people.
0: Yes. Is a, uh, what? Is a game you kickstarted, right?
1: No, I didn't kickstart this oh, okay. one. okay. I just am obsessed with it. Yeah.
0: It's a game. I wish I had. Yeah, it's a game Megan found out about and was very quickly like, yo, fucking Ezra, you need to play this. And it, I took forever to get it and I just got it a few days ago and holy shit. It's, it's
1: gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. It is, it's amazing. Yeah. It came out in 2019, developed and published by Z-A-U-M. I don't know how you pronounce that. Psalm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it is... Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, I play it on PC. I think you have it on Switch, I do right? have it on Switch. And I think it's pretty cross-platform PlayStation Xbox. Yeah, I think so. It is a single-player RPG, Yep. Um, but that's about the only broad terms you could use to describe it. Yes. It makes me think a lot about... Um, some of the like fall in london sunless sea type storytelling and it makes me think about gay men's comics yes like the sandman Very and much the of magic so. in the art style the and it is absolutely beautiful
0: it's yeah it's absolutely beautiful it's uh this kind of it, what you yeah, know a top down um invest like mystery rpg it's absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful the mechanics are insane and like so brilliant, like all of the conversation mechanics, the investigation mechanics, the inventory, just the way you handle things. Yeah. The questing. So yeah.
1: And I don't want to give spoilers no, for no, really no. anything because I think you should play it on your own. No. But I will say I played it through once and I started playing it again. Um and just don't be afraid to take risks and long shots mm-hmm. because failures aren't really failures. Yes. I think I read somewhere that there's only three um checks in the game that you actually have to pass in order to progress the story. Oh wow. Yeah, that's and really there's cool. a lot of checks. So that's saying something. Yeah. Um but like playing through the second time, I took a different conversational path and developed a slightly different skill set and I've opened up entirely new parts of the story that I had no idea existed. That's so cool. And it's just mind-blowing. And just I'm going to also give a shout out to the composer British Sea Power is what they're called. Okay. Um, is that and the S-E-A? soundtrack for this game. Yeah. Okay. British Sea Power. Okay. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Yes. I bought it on uh, Bandcamp and I've just been listening to that. Yes. Amazing.
0: I um speaking of the soundtrack, it is fully voice acted, which is yes. not something you get from a lot of games, especially indie games, and especially the quality of voice acting. Like The voice actors they get are incredible. Every voice sounds different and distinct. Every character, you fully... It's just, like, it's much more immersive. Normally, when I'm playing a lot of games, uh, my ADD kicks in and I have to have, like, a podcast going in one ear. But this is one of the Mm -hmm. very few games that I literally cannot listen to anything else. I, like, have to just focus on this game. And I love that it makes me do that. Um
1: and, yeah, it's, it's like, a lot of text. Yes. But because it's fully voiced, you don't even notice it.
0: Exactly. And, yeah, I was just playing it yesterday uh, while my girlfriend was watching, and she was even getting into it and, like, helping me with dialogue options, which is super fun. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say, too, is just that, to Megan's point, it is such a big game that I've only been playing it for probably, all told, like, two hours, and... I can already tell that just like, I don't know how far I I could be like, ten percent in. I could be like, forty percent in. I have no idea, but I can tell that it's so big, that I have a little bit of anxiety about not being able to do everything, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just brilliant. Disco Elysium just cannot recommend enough.
1: It is gorgeous.
0: Yes. And while you're at it, watch Ocean's Eleven fucking great movie <laughs> yeah it's a great fucking movie man all right well that that'll do it i unless you have anything else meg i'm gonna start uh, walking us out
1: i was just gonna pull okay i have 46.8 yes. hours in the game um and i feel like there's still tons more i could discover so
0: that's always a good feeling man yeah awesome okay well this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. As always, you can find us uh, various places around the internet, but the best place to find us and everything we do is going to be our website. That is RiverdaleHighAV.club uh, That's got links to our social media, which is our Twitter and our Instagram, as well as our Pod Chaser and our Patreon on there. Uh, feel free to check out our Patreon. We would really appreciate it if you feel free feel like joining, but we fully understand if it's not Viable for you right now. No pressure.
1: We do have our running promotion for our Patreon. The first five patrons to join. Yes. Which there are still slots open. Yes. Um, we'll get a free koozie from my private collection. That is a Riverdale High AV Club themed koozie labeled with the podcast fuel. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, that's how you got to edit is with your podcast fuel. Yep. And these were custom made for me. As a birthday gift.
0: They're great. So I,
1: you're you're receiving this is not official merch, this is special edition. Yes,
0: these are limited. They are fucking great. I've got I've got some. Megan and I both collect koozies now, which is fun. Yes. Um, and yeah, they're great koozies. So please, if you if you can, we would love that. Um and there will be more. We'd
1: love to send you a koozie. There will
0: be more bonus content, we promise on that one too. Uh and if you want to check out our pod chaser, we would really appreciate it if you left us a review. That's the biggest way that we find new listeners and new sponsors, if that ever does happen. Um, so, yeah.
1: We also we love hearing from you guys. Oh, yes. We get yes. messages occasionally, and it, it literally it makes both of our days.
0: Genuinely.
1: Uh, we'll send it to each other and be like, oh my god, did you see this?
0: Uh, we, and it's,
1: it's so exciting. You know what?
0: Just because uh, we just resumed our process and we did get a very nice message. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to this very, very friendly fella. Uh, That would be Denim Carpets on Instagram. I hope it's okay that I just shouted you out. But Denim Carpets, uh, your message the other day genuinely made me tear up. So that was a great thing to receive. Um, So we always love hearing from you guys no matter what. I think that will do it for us. Oh, if alway- as always, I'm just going to plug my medium. I'll put links to that in the show description. I would really appreciate it if you guys check it out. Maybe read some of my stories. Uh, and that's it. You got anything else, Meg? That's it. Awesome. Well, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra.
1: And I've been Megan.
0: And we will see you at the Chocolate Shop. Bye!